0: Hi! I'm Kenzie. And I'm Emily. And this is The Clock Crypt. Crack open a cold one with us (coughs) while we discuss everything true crime, mysteries, conspiracies, and much more. We finally have another Spoopy oopy episode. Finally. I know, it feels like forever since we've had one. Um, Well, technically we recorded Mothman, but... Technical difficulties. Mic issues. Yeah, yeah, it was a whole shebang. It was terrible! It was. I'm really salty about it. Not at you, but at stupid audio. It made our voices go from, like, super loud to the point it was crazy. Rattling to so quiet you couldn't hear us it was ridiculous mm-hmm. and then nanny das didn't save completely nothing <laughs> so today for our spoopy oopy we're talking about la llorona which is spanish for the weeping woman it sounds like an illness it kind of does. Um, it's actually pretty popular. I didn't realize I heard about it until I like read what it actually was. Like I've heard of Weeping Woman, but it's not what I thought it was. So I realized that the two different things that I thought it was is actually the same thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I remember looking into it when we first said we were gonna do spooky episodes. Cause I looked up like, oh, spooky urban legends, that type of thing and It popped up. And I like read a little summary of it, but yeah. I don't remember what it was about, but I know that I just decided not to do it. <laughs> I decided to do it, and it was pretty interesting. It's kind of sad, though. Like, it's a little depressing. So, shall we get started? Yes. Okay, I need to sip the White Claw first. A little bit of a background for La Llorona is the Weeping Woman is a legend from the Hispanic culture since the day of the Conquistadors. <laughs> what? Conquifador. <laughs> I watched a video where it was like, call your husband or boyfriend by their gamer tag, and the wife looks at his Xbox and goes, Conquifador? And then she has Walmart or something call, can conquistador come to the front desk with <laughs> this? Okay. I'm sorry. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> They're conquistadors or questadors, conquistadors. I don't even remember how I said it now. No, I'm not gonna unhear it. I'm sorry. They came from the conquistadors. Yes. Descendants. Okay. It was around the 1520s, if that makes any better. <laughs> They've been queefing for days. <laughs> there's gonna be someone who takes this stuff really seriously and they're gonna be like oh my god what did they say Mm -hmm. (laughs) here comes the hate comments (laughs) it's fine so it came it's it's from the hispanic cultures between (laughs) the norse came. (laughs) i can't take anything seriously now so nobody really knows where the tale originated from but she's said to be a super like she's a tall thin spirit full of beauty she's beautiful and she wanders the earth in search of her children that drowned in the river during her living days because of this tragedy she victims other children and drags them to their death drowning them in water so that's like the background of it the gist of i get it. everyone deals with trauma differently but that's something yeah <laughs> so like her spirit's just like Come here, kitties. I have candy. Drown. <laughs> Death.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So her story, there's two versions of the story. The first one, um, Maria, who is the weeping woman, that was her like living name. Mm-hmm. Maria was a quick <laughs> <a> Queefton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. They for queeftons. <laughs>
0: Conquistadors' religion was Queefdoms. <laughs> we should make a whole Last story based on the Conquistadors. I'm game. <laughs> Bonus episode. Maria was a Christian woman born into a family of peasants. She's oh. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So there was, you know, the royalty, and she's just a peasant. Yes. Yeah. So she was poor. Mm-hmm. She was a beautiful woman, and her beauty captured the eyes of many men amongst all classes, rich and poor. Ooh. So she was like a opposite of a womanizer, a manonizer. A mananizer. A manonizer. She would spend the majority of her time in the village of humble peasants. So like peasants that are okay with being peasants. You know, they're satisfied. They're like, eh, this is what it is. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. It's me. I'm a humble peasant. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and in the evenings, she would put on her best white gown, and she would go out to entertain the men of which admired her beauty. Ooh, so she's a stripper. Okay. Mm-mm, not a stripper. More of like a, a hooker. Oh. Oh, she did things. Yeah. She was getting it on with okay. the rich guys. Yeah. <clears throat> Is she getting paid? I don't think so. Maybe. Oh. I think she just liked attention. Well, lady, you could have made bank. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> she could have worked at a brothel. Yeah, but this was also like could owned her own brothel. She could have been a madam. Exactly. Wait, did the Hispanic people like have brothels, or is that just like a European thing? I'm sure they had some sort of like brothel style thing. Maybe it wasn't I mean, called a brothel. I'm sure it was a thing though. Oh yeah, guys want to have sex all the time. This is like back in the 1500s. It had it, to have been a thing. Yeah, it doesn't change. Okay, doesn't matter the year. The guys are the same. <laughs> I don't know different cultures back then, so excuse me. Uh, eventually, she had two sons. They were very young of age, and this made it hard for her to go out and, you know, do, do the deeds with her lovers. Ooh. And so, oftentimes, she would just leave them alone while she went out. She's like, nah, you're fine. Take care of yourself. Here's make some scrambled eggs. <laughs> Probably not the scrambled eggs, but like. <laughs> She left him alone. Uh, She's like, I'm gonna go have sex with random guys that think I'm cute for no money, but you go make your scrambled eggs, little man. Yeah, BRB bye. (laughs) One evening, she came home, and her boys were missing. Which, you know, you kind of wonder why when they've been left home alone. Yeah. Mm. I would've left. (laughs) Shit happens, especially when they're young like that. You know, kids do stupid stuff. Oh, so, yeah. the evening she came home and her boys were missing, they were found dead in the river. They had drowned. Some say it was at her hand and some say it was due to neglect. Oh, she probably did it. Yeah, She was probably possible. like, I don't have time to be with all the men that want me with these two needy brats around, so... so river! Yeah. You guys want to go swimming? I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to float? Oh, we're going to try to sink. Watch, she's going to come haunt us now and like drown our children when we no. have children we don't have kids so. not yet oh my god if one of our kids drowns in the future i'm gonna be fucking done <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> podcast over <laughs> deleting every episode yep so if all of our episodes just kind of like disappear out of one nowhere, of our kids drowned yeah <laughs> just heads up <laughs> wow that was dark We went from conquifadors to to drowning drowning children. (laughs) Oh man, okay. Do I edit that out? I don't care. (laughs) Let it be known. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, version number two. Maria was a caring woman, full of life, and she married a man with good wealth. I like version one better already. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. And he showered her with gifts. And eventually she gave him two sons in return. After her sons were born, her husband began to change. He turned to other women to entertain him. So now her husband's the whore. Oh, okay. he's the womanizer. And he also took up the hobby of alcoholism. So he was a drunk. And he'd leave her for months at a time. So, there's that. She's just kind of sad and lonely. She's like, I'm stuck here with these damn kids. He would talk about his desire to marry another woman of greater wealth because her peasant status wasn't enough for him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so he wanted a woman (laughs) in the same class as him. And essentially just to leave her behind. Sad. Poor Maria. In version two. Fuck her in version one. But...
1: Yeah, count, count me in. in there's a story <laughs>
0: at the bottom of this bottle and, and I'm, I'm the pen, pen. <laughs> Um, on the occasion that he would actually return home the only attention he would give would be to the children Okay. so she was the one being neglected at least she he um, gave a shit about his kids yeah cared a, a little bit you know I think that he wanted them to be raised as like rich men. Maybe is kind of what, why he only cared. <laughs> so this obviously made Maria kind of jealous. So she she was kind of just like, "Fuck this! You're only giving attention to the kids, so fuck these kids! I want some attention. Like, give me your lovin's." But yeah, that wasn't the case. So so she drowned our kids. Just wait. Go. <laughs> Just wait. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So one evening, Maria was strolling along the river with her boys, and along comes her husband in a carriage with an elegant, beautiful woman. He acknowledged his children, but said no words to Maria. Obviously, she was a little bit pissed about this. Mm -hmm. So it ignited rage in her, and in retaliation, she grabbed her children and threw them in the river, and they disappeared downstream. She's like, fuck you, punt, yeet. I've heard of Petty before, but that is something. Yeah, she's yeeted them into the river. Bye. (laughs) Hope you can swim. (laughs) (laughs) She realized what she had done, and she raced down the river to try and find them, but by the time she had found them, it was too late. Yeah. What did you think was gonna fucking happen? She more... Yeah, no. And she has the audacity to- she mourns them day in and day out. But it's like, you caused this bitch. You did this. So, mm-hmm. I mean, good for you that you pity your kids being dead, but, like, this is your fault. Yeah. You should have so much self-hatred. Yeah. And, yeah, she, she mm-hmm. does. It's good. Her grief caused her to wander up and down the river in hopes that her boys would return to her. Which, lady, I don't think it works like that, but okay. Probably not. She refused to eat, resulting in her becoming very skinny, and eventually her body looked basically like a skeleton, and not too long after, she died near the river. Okay. Yeah, so she basically starved herself to death at this point. And so there her spirit remains, wandering the banks of the Santa Fe River once the sun has set and nighttime falls. Her weeps and wails became a curse of the night, and people became afraid to leave their homes during that time. I'm hearing some weeps and wails right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but scary. Yes. do like it. Spooky. People have claimed to see her between the trees and floating in the river, as well as walking along the river, crying for her children. This gave her the name La Llorona. The weeping woman. Her fault. I know. But she said, Too fucking bad, lady. Yeah. Fuck her. Maria can't count me in this time. <laughs> <laughs> children were warned not to go out at night because she would snatch them up and throw them into the flowing waters as she did to her own children. Some say she also takes men and women, others say that only children. Or those who are dumb enough to get too close to her. So there's just a bunch of dead kids in this river. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Some say she wanders many rivers all across the southwest from New Mexico all the way to Montana to the banks of the Yellowstone River. So from like New Mexico up to Montana, which is like the entire Uh, west coast of the United States. That's a lot. Yeah. Some also say that she haunts the families of those who mistreat each other, and she will visit them to teach them a lesson. Good. Yeah. Good. Which, yeah, do use, it. Use your <laughs> grief to teach other people to appreciate their loved ones as you did not. Good job, Maria. Yeah, finally. You're La Yorona or whatever your name is. Good job. You're Stepping do that. up the game here. They say that she follows Hispanic people wherever they go and she will be with them for generations to come. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Watch out. So now I'm going to get into some real people's stories. Oh, I love these. Yes. And some of Mm -hmm. them I feel like are... I tried to put in the ones that sounded the most realistic, but it's kind of hard to tell, you know, especially with legends like this. Some people just make up shit just to sound cool. Yeah, because they think they're going to get put in a newspaper, go on a talk show, and they're going to yeah. get money, or they want the attention, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's an issue I ran into with a lot of the cases I covered like this. It's just... Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah, but... especially once, like, the first couple come out, then... Everybody's sending out their stories. Yeah, and they're all a little bit similar, so nobody really questions it. The first one I have uh, is from... A lot of these names are really hard for me to pronounce because they're all Spanish. Most uh. of them, anyways. This one's from Patricio Lugan. And he says, when he was a boy, he and his family are said to have seen her on a creek between Mora and Guadalupita. Guadalupita? Something like that. New Mexico. So, it's like Guadalupita. Guadalupita. New Mexico, something like that. So somewhere from Mora to Guadalupe, Mexico. Mexico. New Mexico. 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 Ooh, I just did a a burp. Ooh. <clears throat> Fancy Yeah, Yes. I'm... So they were... <laughs> did you want <do> to? <laughs> no. No. I had to cough and I tried to swallow my cough. You know, and you get the little tickle in the back of your throat, and you're just like... <laughs> I tried not to do that, so I didn't yeah, sound all... Yeah. I always get that when I'm like, like, it's an important conversation, or I'm with someone that like mm-hmm. I like want to be serious with, and I'm like... <clears throat> <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> and it leaves the room for a second, and I'm like... <coughs> <coughs> get it out! Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um... Okay, so they were sitting outside and they were just talking until they saw a tall, thin woman walking along the creek. She then floated over the waters, went up the hill, and suddenly vanished. A few moments later, she reappeared very much closer to them and then suddenly disappeared again. They searched for footprints but were unsuccessful. They believed the woman that they saw was La Llorona, which is possible. Or it could just be another ghostie. Who knows? Sounds like, uh, a what's that game? Red light, green light. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, do red light, bye, <laughs> green light.
1: <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: So the next one that I have is from Epifano, Ep, Epifanio Garcia. Epifanio Garcia. I think that's how you say it. I pronounce their vowels differently. Yeah, I know. So I'm Americanizing the fuck out of these names it's because I don't know. It's So it'd be like E. Epifanio? I don't know. Garcia. I don't know. Something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I tried. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was said to be a very stubborn and opinionated boy, which sounds like most men. Yeah. And <laughs> like, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <sighs> and he often argues with his parents. One day, after a very intense argument, Epifanio and his two brothers, Carlos and Agustin, left their ranch in Ojo de la Vaca and started to ride out to Real de Santa Fe. On their journey there... The- you sound more Italian than Spanish. I know. <laughs> I'm cool, trying though. here. <laughs> okay. I don't think anyone will really know what you're talking about. Probably I- not. I've never it's- heard of any of these places. Me neither. And this is in, like, old times, so they're probably different by now anyways. Mm -hmm. On their journey there, they were visited by a tall, thin woman wearing a black tie-palo I pronounced that one out. It's a tie-palo and a black net over her face. A tie-palo translates to tape, but the only other definition that I could find that made any sort of sense was, like, a cover. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know if it's maybe just like an old term for like this hat type of thing or like a cover for your head. So I just assumed that it was like a hat with a black net. Well, there's like cover up and cardigan. Yeah. And stuff like that. Well, kind of the same thing. Well, it's like I don't think she was wearing tape on her head. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, maybe. So she had a type halo Mm -hmm. and a black net. So if you know what that is, Cool. Let me know what it is, but if not I wonder if it's one of those um hats, um like kind of like a sun hat. Lydia had it in uh Beetlejuice. It's a big black hat and then it's got that black lace that kinda like falls. That's around kind of it. what I imagined. Yes. But That's uh, what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And that's kinda just what I'm gonna go with. I can Google it. I Googled it all. Oh it didn't pop up? No. The only thing socks? I could find was tape. Seriously. Like I could not find I spent like twenty minutes trying to figure out what the fuck a Taipela was. Yes, yeah, this lady's wearing a bunch of tape on her head. Yeah, with a black net, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Just going fishing.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two of the boys were riding in the front of the wagon when the spirit appeared in between them. She said nothing and just sat there until Epifanio finally turned the horses around and went back home. She said, I will visit you again someday when you argue with your mother. And then she vanished. This lady just hitched her ride. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hold up, let me hop on this wagon. I'm going to teach these boys a fucking lesson. Okay. But I want to know why they're just like, oh, there's a weird woman sitting in between us. Let's just turn around. Yeah. I'd be freaking the fuck out. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my wagon. What are you doing? Like, and why well, aren't you saying nothing? They were both probably thinking like... Am I tripping? Am I going like, crazy? Was there something in my taco this morning, hey, or like, um, I'm not feeling so good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back home. And the other guy's like, Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That tea that I had this morning. Hmm. Just ignore it. Yep. <laughs> so those were the two that I found on the website where I got my research from. Yeah. So the next stories I'm gonna read are from LegendsOfAmerica.com. And I tried to pick the best ones out of them. There's a bunch of them on there, so if you're interested, go ahead and go read them. But these were the most, like, ones that popped out the most to me. Mm -hmm. So the first one is A Kansas Tale. Yes. While working as a copy editor for a newspaper recently... I came across a wire story about La Llorona that brought back memories of what happened to me when I was a student at Kansas State University in the early 1980s in Manhattan, Kansas, and led me to your website where I read more about the legend. One evening, I went to a mobile home that I seem to remember being near a creek or river to visit a couple of my friends and also were attending, who also were attending K-State. As I walked into the door, I found them sitting on the sofa, looking somewhat freaked out. They explained that just moments earlier, one of the bar stools was spinning and hopping around. As Mexican Americans, they wondered whether La Llorona had anything to do with what—that anything to do with that incident. They explained the legend to me, as I had never heard about it before. They would invite me to stay the night in a spare bedroom, which I did. They explained the legend to me as I had never heard about it before. They would invite me to stay the night in the spare bedroom, which I did. Later in the night, a woman appeared to me laying next to me in bed.
1: Creepy. Oh.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And asked if I knew where her children were. It seemed that I I may have been dreaming. I was half awake, but then I fully awoke and looking up and looked up toward the doorway just in time to see a dark figure seemingly looking at me and then quickly ducking back out of the doorway. Right then, that left me too scared to go and check to see if it was one of my friends checking in on me, perhaps to see why I was talking in my sleep or something. I went back to sleep and waited until the morning to ask them if either one of them had locked into my room during the night. Neither one did. That's kind of like, um... Whenever I research like paranormal stuff, it's a lot always of shit like that happens. Yeah, it's always like I don't know if I was asleep or half asleep or what happened. But I asked all the people around and it wasn't any of them. Yeah. So to this day I do not know whether I really did experience a supernatural visit or if my dream and mind played tricks on me. This was submitted by Anonymous in August two thousand and six. Ooh. Yes. That one's kind of spooky. Do we know if Anonymous was a boy or a girl? No. If it was a boy, maybe she was still keeping up with the hobbies, you know? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> she was like, ooh, bedtime. So the next one I have is called... Oh, nice. Cool. A Bizarre Coincidence of La Llorona. It's about the same length. When I was in seventh grade, I had a frightening dream. I saw myself standing on a dark road with the only illumination coming from a dim streetlight. The ground was wet, and in the distance, I could hear the sound of rain falling and the tap-tap-tapping of footsteps coming toward me. Peering oh. into the... Oh, <laughs> I know. Hell, oh, no, It freaked me out a the, little bit, You too. run in the opposite direction yeah, when you Yeah, I'd that. be like, bitch, I'm out of here. <laughs> Do it, Peering into the darkness I could make out a woman, dressed in all black, with a dark lacy veil covering her face, moving towards me. It must be that hat I was thinking of that Lydia had in Beetlejuice. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking too. Strangely, as this mysterious woman grew closer, so did the rain. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) We're like get the fuck away from me, I don't want to get wet. When the woman was about 15 feet in front of me, she looked over my shoulder. When I turned around to see what she was looking at, I saw a young child dressed in a white nightgown playing with a doll in the middle of a puddle of water. That's fucking creepy. Go to bed, kid. Mm -hmm. That's your bedtime. Yeah, go to sleep. Bye. Good night. (laughs) When I turned back to her, she was right in front of me. The veil lifted. Her eyes were abnormally wide, and her face was no more than three inches away from mine. Her terrifying eyes stared into mine, dead on, until I awoke in a panic. I looked toward the window. It was raining. As you can imagine, I didn't sleep for the rest of that night. The next day, I shook off the dream and thought nothing more about it, until a year later, on that night, I was spending the night with my friend Veronica, who had also invited another friend named Sarah. Both sound like really fake names. They could just be cover names, too. (laughs) Yeah. That was my theory. In the course of the evening, Sarah, who is Hispanic, began to tell us some of the legends from the ghost story of the Mexican culture. When she began to tell the tale of La Llorona, I didn't think anything of it at first. Then she began to tell of how the legendary spirit travels by water, dressed in all black or white and is most always seen wearing a veil. Sarah continued by telling us that La Llorona lifts her veil only to her victims. Oh. That in her afterlife, she has chosen to help her find the bones of her lost children. Now, I constantly wonder if, in my afterlife, I will be forced to help her find the bones of her lost children. This one was submitted by Tanya Eplar of Eureka, California, November of 2005. Ooh. Kind of recent ish So like Kansas, I don't think Kansas is really on the west coast. But California is. So like this one, I kind of believe. What river was it? Um all the way from Santa Fe River to Yellowstone River. The next one is another California version. It's called Did I Really See La Llorona, a California version. Ooh. So there's a bunch of different versions of the story, but the two that I read off are like the main versions. Uh, so this one is, I don't think anybody has ever heard of the city that I live in, in the suburbs suburbs of a small valley town called Lompoc, California. I've never heard of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, the story of La Llorona that I know was that she was a prostitute and every time she would have a child, she would take it to the creek and drown it. At least in this story, she was making money. Yes. <laughs> so, she's getting it in this version. Good, good. Before long, she was murdered by one of her customers and sentenced sentenced by God to wander the rivers and streets of the world looking for her children. Which makes sense. I could see that one being like a legitimate version, you know. Mm-hmm. You're sentenced in your afterlife to go find the children that you murdered your punishment. How many did she have? In the other two versions, she had two sons, but in this one, she had a few. And every time she had a child, she'd just go drown it in the river so she could continue prostitution. China used to drown kids. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see it. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a thing. La Yorona became so upset that she cried and cried, eventually drying her eyes out leaving two black holes where her eyes once were. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and her mouth grew incredibly large, resembling that of a horse. The legend continues that if she heard a child crying, she would come for them, thinking it was one of her own. When I was a child of eight children, when I was a child of eight children, my family would warn us that, My family would warn us that La Llorona was outside waiting. During the day, we might cry when we heard this, but as the sun started to die, we were too scared to even walk alone throughout the house, thinking that she might have heard us and was waiting in a dark corner. Imagine telling that to a bunch of little kids. (laughs) But they don't (laughs) cry. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it worked. Or at least they cry quietly. Yeah. When I... uh, Uh... One night when I was about eight years old, I was terribly angry at my mom and she made me sleep with her that night. However, I was so upset that I couldn't sleep and La Llorona was the last thing on my mind. However, as I tossed and turned, I looked to the foot of the bed and there stood a lady in a black dress with a purple trim. She She had two black holes where her eyes should have been and an enormous grin on her face. She had long, straight, black hair that looked like it was blowing in the wind, which, this honestly just kind of reminds me of the grudge. Kind of, yeah, (laughs) yeah. With the long, black hair. The weird part was that I wasn't scared. I just sat up in bed staring at her for a good five minutes, and when she wouldn't go away, I finally got tired and fell asleep. It wasn't until the next morning that I got scared, and strange things seemed to happen to me in that house ever since. This house is said to be buried over an old Indian slash Spanish cemetery. This was submitted by Nisi of Long Cara- Ca- California. So that was the last story that I had. And there is also an old folk song of La Llorona that I want to mm-hmm. add to the end of this episode, which I'm just going to end the episode with it. Um, I'll let it fade out so you can listen to it entirely if you want to i'm just gonna put the whole song in there um otherwise you can just like skip it if you don't want to listen to it i've seen a couple versions of this song but this is the one that i think is closest to the original version it sounded like it Mm -hmm. i was trying to help you get it onto your computer Mm -hmm. and i heard the first like 30 seconds of it and the girl's voice is really pretty it is it's really pretty i actually really like the song Mm-hmm. So, before I play the song, though, I'm going to read you the translation of it because it's all in Spanish. Yeah. So, and if I'll link the YouTube video in. I think I can link it in the description. You should be able to click on it. I'll link it in the description so if you want to watch the YouTube video and follow along, you can. So, the translation, every line is said times two.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, it starts, she says. Oh, my weeping woman, weeping woman, weeping woman in the soft blue sky. Oh, my weeping woman, weeping woman, weeping woman in the soft blue sky. Okay. Even if it cost me my life, weeping woman, I will never stop loving you. Times two. I don't know if they have the flowers, weeping woman, the flowers of the holy field. When the wind moves them, weeping woman, it seems they are crying. To the holy metallic Christ, weeping woman, I told all my sorrows. Those would not be my sorrow, weeping woman, for the holy Christ cried. i getting sad. I know. <laughs> Don't think because I sing, weeping woman, I have a happy heart. <laughs> also, you sing with pain, weeping woman, when you can cry no more. Oh, weeping woman, weeping woman, weeping woman. So, moral of the story, don't cry that much because uh, you're going to follow, and your mouth is going to get really big. And then, you know, you're going to be just doomed in the afterlife. Yep. You're going to be searched to find bones Mm -hmm. of this woman's lost children. And if you uh, um, are on a river that goes from, like, Montana to New Mexico, uh, don't be on that river. Yeah, just steer clear of that one. Mm -hmm. I would. Wouldn't, Wouldn't even bother testing it. Alright, guys, that was La Yorona. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, make sure you subscribe or follow us so you get updated when we come out with new episodes. And follow us on our social medias at the Clock Crypt or at TheClockCrypt Podcast. If you have any ideas, suggestions, or stories of your own, message us on our social medias or you can email us at TheClockCrypt at and now we're gonna go into that song. So we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Love you, bro. Oh, bon, I'm just kidding. Bonch. That's not the song. <laughs> <laughs>